Welcome to another uh, one of our podcasts, and this time we're going to talk about Tank Dell. Tank Dell, very exciting rookie prospect, very controversial, but very exciting. Uh, so, Conan, what do you have to tell us about Tank Dell? Yeah, I mean, I've I've actually been kind of surprised by where I've seen him a lot of the time in, in rookie drafts. Um, I, I think he's a third-round pick that is going behind a lot of guys that were not even close in like six round guys, you know, guys like Parker Washington, uh, Keishon really? Butte, Chris Rodriguez. I see, I see that. <laughs> that was, I was checking my, my wow. rookie, rookie ADPs on sleeper and in, you know, one QB. And so, and it's just, I was surprised, you know, he was, those were some of the direct names right above him. And, and I was just like, wow, like those are six round selections a lot more questionable path to starting on their respective teams than I think Tank Dell, who is on a team with, let's see, Robert Woods, old, Nico Collins, eh, okay. Noah Brown, who they just took from uh, the, the Cowboys, yeah, okay. Amari Rogers, eh. I didn't even remember that Amari Rogers was there. I'm not going to lie. Exactly, exactly. And so really the only player that I, I legitimately think that will you know be someone that he has to beat out in terms of being a top target getter is John Mechie who we all know was a great player at Alabama um very unfortunate just missed year last year due to the uh, leukemia diagnosis but from all accounts it sounds like he's doing very well and and is recovering very well and is on track um and really on that team he's the only person that has even shown they can draw targets, command targets. He had 96 catches his senior year at Alabama. That's that's good. It's very good. And he missed all his entire rookie season. That's that's tough. But really, besides, you know, Tank Dell, no one is really standing out to me as someone that could even lead the team in target share targets. And, you know, obviously the Texans, yes, they've made some good moves in terms of, you know, some of the people they've drafted, signed, whatever, and they should be hopefully better than last year, but I don't think they're going to be that much there's better. There's not much room to go down <laughs> it, over exactly. the last two years, you know, with Davis Mills. It's not, it's not, and Tyrod Taylor, it's not much room to go down then from that, right? Yeah. And it's just like, hey, it, they're going to be throwing the ball. And yes, you know, they, they paid big and, and actually not even paid big, but like they, they signed Dalton Schultz um, right deal. now. I, I guess he, can be the top target but they're gonna have to throw the ball somewhere um that, that basically i i just think tank dell is someone that's being very overlooked in terms of someone that has shown that ability yes obviously it was in college it was at houston whatever but i mean his last two seasons in college he was 90 catches 1329 yards with 12 touchdowns and then last year 109 catches 1398 yards and 17 touchdowns like that is outrageous outrageous usage and volume um they're great numbers so that, <laughs> they they are and you know he had almost a 36 percent college dominator and so if you're not familiar that's just the total team's receiving production how much of that that pie that you have a slice of and he had almost 36 percent. that's really good um that, that's elite level by the way i mean <laughs> most elite wide receivers anything better than 30 percent is close is elite Absolutely. And it's, and then, you know, like I said, his last season, 30.5% college uh, or target share. Like, again, elite, elite 
at commanding. That's targets. also really good, by the way, <laughs> for for reference. Yeah, in the so, NFL, you're very happy if anyone twenty to twenty five percent is great. I mean, you, mm-hmm. for someone drafted where Tank Dell is, that would be amazing. Thirty percent is really strong. Yeah, I mean the guys. I mean, I you don't really see anyone besides these. DeAndre Hopkins and like Michael Thomas, their elite seats. Like no one gets a 30 plus percent target shares. Like that's elite elite. Obviously yeah, Adams, was in college. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and then I kind of wanted to, you know, see if we could pull up a metric that would at least compare a little bit more to some of the other receivers in the draft. And so, you know, best season yards per team pass attempt. That's uh, generally a metric that a lot of people like to use just in terms to compare um, on respective teams. And so uh, Tank Dell came in with a 2.79 yards per team pass attempt. So that was lower than, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, number one, Jordan Addison, number two or three wide receivers in the class. But it was actually much higher than guys being drafted higher in the rookie draft. Guys like Rashi Rice, guy, a guy like Zay Flowers, who went in the first round, a guy like Jaden Reed, who's a very popular sleeper. So he had a better uh, yards per team pass attempt in his best season than some of these guys that are, you know, got similar, better draft capital that are being drafted much higher in rookie drafts. You know, we're talking a round or two higher than Tank Dell is going where he's I mean, going in the third. You see the NFL? I mean, they're, sometimes it's a question of what are they judging? Are they judging just the size? Are they judging, you know, the production? Because Tank Dell has great production. Uh, a lot better than some of these other players, especially Rice. Rasheed Rice is like, and, and Jaden Reed and, and Jonathan Mingo are, are production disasters. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Mingo, actually, of, of those. But anyway, go go ahead. Yeah, I mean, and so uh, with Tank Dell, I just think we're we're looking. At, obviously, he has all this production, and when you watch watch him play, like you can certainly see it. I mean, I, I just think he there's a real chance for for him to just emerge as just Stroud's go-to guy in this offense for just years to come. I mean, we know we heard draft night that Stroud said, I, I want Tank Dell. I don't know how much you read into that, but it's, it's something, something, you know. Uh, <laughs> OK, so I don't know about that. I, I think that's that's the point of getting carried away, because for me, the Texans made a huge mistake when they traded up for Will Anderson. I've been bashing them for this. They gave away their, you know, first round pick next year, which could be a very, very strong pick. And for an edge rusher who's great, is he, you know, Nick Bosa level? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, so I think that was a huge mistake. They gave up the 12 pick, which is an opportunity to take someone like Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think the ceiling for Tank Dell is to be the best wide receiver of the ones they currently have. Of the ones they currently have. Mm-hmm. He can't be a one. He, he can't be a one. He, he is not, does not profile like being a one. And, you know, I think that they are going to find a way. They have to bring in next year. They have, a, they still have Cleveland's first round pick. They're going to bring in someone who profiles more as a one at some point. But I like the opportunity for Tank Dell to kind of gain some value from the depths that he's buried in right now. Uh, so he's someone I would still like in rookie drafts. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's the most likely scenario, like I said, that he's becomes that go-to receiver for years and years. But I do think, especially just this year, if you look at that wide receiver room, like it's just it's just gross. And as someone that has shown the ability to handle a lot of targets and be pretty productive with them, 
Um, you know, he's obviously a little bit undersized, but he was still an absolute touchdown machine. I, I, I said, you know, he had 12 touchdowns and 17 touchdowns his last two years. Like almost, we're looking at almost 30 touchdowns for a five ten receiver, like nothing to sneeze at, I think, you know? Um, and I think right off the bat, he's a contributor on special teams. So even if they don't feel like he can go in right away and handle a ton of targets, like he's going to be, you know, just earning his way onto the field, whether it's through, through special teams. So, I mean, I, I just think, especially this year, that wide receiver room, very murky um, with the outlook, like you said, Houston's not going to be a good team. Like there's still a bottom, bottom, bottom team in terms of overall, just like team talent and just uh, position players. It's obviously. a bad team. It's a bad team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I, I think with that, you're still going to be looking at a lot of pass pass attempts for the team. I mean, I think they, they passed at the ninth highest rate last season at right around 61%. Yeah. So I, I, I just think, I think, the, the biggest thing is that I think he's going behind guys in rookie drafts that he should not be going behind. Like guys I named earlier, just Washington, Butte, Chris Rodriguez. Just these are guys that went three rounds later that have a lot more just just questions with what they're how they're going to fit into their respective teams and their offenses. Whereas Tank Dell, I, I just think he's immediately going to have a role um, and just i i just think uh he's someone I'm, I'm trying to target in you know the mid third fourth wherever he goes i see him i'd love him late. in the fourth oh yeah i mean i've gotten him yeah. in the fourth but so i, I haven't I ranked think, in the uh, mid third for what it's worth yeah and I, i'm okay taking him right where you have him ranked as well but if i can wait and get him at the end or the beginning of the fourth all the better so i'm just saying you know don't sleep on tank dell i think He's he's kind of fallen behind some of these other, you know, more flashy names, even though they have worse draft capital. Um, and I just think he's a guy that's proven himself. Um, like I said, if you look at the tape, you know, he's twitchy. He's very sudden um, and he separates very well. Um, and then he just has great feet and just lets him catch really tough balls near the sideline. And he can really he can adjust his route very well to make the catch he needs to make. Um, and so I just think he's going to be a good, good guy for uh, CJ Stroud to kind of go into. And hopefully, you know, I think there is a possibility, you know, that he becomes a kind of a guy that he can go to. But like I said, I agree with you in terms of he's not going to be the one on this team for years to come. But this year, he I think he has a chance to being their top wide receiver. Um, and then even if they add someone more talented down the road, like I do think, Take Dell as someone that's going to have a role um, as long as things kind of go well this year with Trout. Who would you rather have, John Mechie or Tank Dell? Uh, I mean, I still believe in John Mechie. I've had him stashed in, you know, a couple different dynasty leagues. He obviously played in better, you know, competition in college. I think he even had, he was a second round pick, right? Um, yeah. And so he has higher draft capital. Very, very unfortunate circumstance where, you know, he missed his entire rookie year, but he did some really good things at Alabama. So I would say if John Mechie is ready, he's better. Yeah. Better draft capital, infinitely better prospect, younger, better size. He's better mm -hmm. in every way. So if John Mechie is ready and 
and 100% healthy. Right now, I have John Mechie ranked above Tank Dell. And that's mm-hmm. with a risk that John Mechie's not going to be ready. If John Mechie were ready, uh, and we know he's 100% healthy and completely cleared, he would be a lot higher than Tank Dell. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm... I'm with you there where if we know for a fact, John Mechie's healthy and he's ready to go, he's going to be, you know, training. Uh, I think I like him higher. Like you said, some of those things, draft capitals higher, better prospect, but just right now there's still a little bit of uncertainty. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think, I think John Mechie, like, like I said, on that team with wider uh, in terms of wide receivers, John Mechie's the only one that, really stands out as someone that can even earn some targets. I just don't think any Robert of the other Woods, guys. The corpse of Robert Woods will play. <sighs> I know what you mean. <laughs> it's just like he had, he had, you know, uh, a lot of opportunity last year in terms of being, should have been a top target getter on that team. But uh, it's just, it doesn't, I think he's done. So I know he's pretty mean. old. So yeah, I know it'll be interesting to see kind of how that, that target totem pole uh plays out yeah and i will always say to wrap it up these guys who are picked on day two wide receivers especially but are dismissed for some reason depth chart competition in this case it's size dismissed for size i'm usually in on those guys i'm usually in on those guys compared to their draft uh cost because people are dismissing them so i'm, I'm pretty in on the other not as high as tank Dell, but i'm pretty in on the other third round wide receivers michael wilson and trey tucker who are also being completely dismissed um, I mean, on them compared to their price. So just something to keep in mind. Draft capital is always king, especially for wide receivers, mm-hmm. but honestly for every position. Especially uh, yeah. elite production in college, too, I think. Yeah, that always helps. Mm-hmm. That always helps. That, that's why <laughs> Tank Dell is ranked higher than the other two. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I appreciate everyone for watching and listening. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell. Uh, and I will see you all next time.